Welcome to the Podcast and Chill Show. I'm your host, Duff No Bear. And I'm Vanessa Valley. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod and Chill Show. Give us a like on our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pod and Chill Show. You can stream our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even SoundCloud. Make sure to leave a rate and review. Want to be a part of our Patreon community? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Pod and Chill Show. That's P O D A N D C H I L L. S-H-O-W, to become a part of the Pod and Chill Show community, where you will receive daily motivational updates, be the first to access all weekly episodes and exclusive content, and be one of the first ones to see our very own cartoon, Ordinary Antics. Not to mention, all Patreons receive a monthly gift, a way of saying thank you for being part of our community. Is that everything? Yeah, I think it is. Cool. Starts to drive, step back in the air. Oh, heavy oh. step back and oh kiss myself. Big time plays, big, wow. big time plays. It's a podcast and chill show. Uh, we back, baby. Uh, I'm Duff No Bear alongside Vanessa Valley. You can follow both of us on Instagram and Twitter at our respective names at Duff No Bear and Vanessa Valley. Mm-hmm. You can follow the podcast at Pot and Chill Show. Um, Patreon Pod and Chill Show. Uh, go listen to the last episode. Actually, it's gaining a lot of traction. We've been getting a lot of more support lately. So thank you for the support and uh, sharing with a friend. That goes a very long way. Make sure you like and subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, that was All a mouthful. Breath. All in one breath. That was a mouthful. So, uh, how's your week been? Uh, week's been pretty good. This is episode one sixty nine, by the way. Damn it! I was gonna say that. Damn you. It's okay. I finally knew what episode it was, but now it looks like I'm copying him because he already said it, but it's okay. It's episode 169. Uh, again, exactly what he said. Thanks for listening to the last episode. Did really well. The episode before that also did really, really well. Uh, appreciate that. My week my week was tough, but uh, it was good. You know, it's a lot that goes on throughout the course of the week. We all know that, but... We're able to come back here every week and make it and do it and yeah. record and do a bunch of cool shit throughout the week. So, I mean, I'm thankful. Thankful that we're still going strong. Uh, thankful for people that's been patient for us, patient mm-hmm. with us, because that's the key. You know, you can have a lot of a lot of clicks, a lot of listens, you know, a lot of favorites, you know, shares. But it's always about having like a cult, you know, fan base. And I feel like, you know, we're establishing that. You know, we have our people that really like our episodes and they look for it. And when they don't have it, it's like, well, where the hell's the pot and chill show? We just know we'll always be around. We're always sticking around, and we write the ship, man. Our workload is a bit larger than most others. You yes. know what I mean? That's the yes. issue. That's why it probably takes longer. That's why we've probably been more inconsistent than usual because we have personal lives, but besides the personal life thing, we run multiple multiple businesses, and uh, it could be stressful. And, you know, sometimes we need breaks from this so we can focus on something else mm-hmm. to give people the best content to listen to or mm-hmm. however they want to endure it. Because don't get me wrong. Like, we could do it. We could do it all the time. Yeah. But my thing is, would you really want a pot and chill show product that's not good? Exactly. We uh, we take time into producing this. You know what I mean? Exactly. We do a lot of talking throughout the week to curate this to make it sounds listenable for the listener exactly we don't just want to put out something fast food so you can listen for right now just like i always say um you can always 
You're going to read the magazine for that week, but you can always go back to listen to the book. We want to create longevity for everybody. Mm-hmm. 100%. I agree with that. A product that you can go back to and like, hey, I actually learned something from this product. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people, what they don't understand, and that was also one of the things that I was thinking about this week was the uh, evolution of podcasts. Because, you know, when we first started doing this, you before me, obviously, because you were on this before I was. Mm -hmm. Podcasting was more so, I would say, a 30-year-old man type of thing. Yeah. You know, it was more so looked at as, okay, I'm going to host my own radio show Yeah, type of thing. Not a lot of people, especially people our age, it didn't hit our generation yet, so to speak. So when we tapped into doing the podcast, it was like, yo, this is all new. Mm-hmm. You know, so even with that becomes our own evolution. It's a lot of cool things that came through with that. And I've seen myself and you definitely grow from a, I would say, a media figurehead standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have your way with dealing with people that you interact with on social media, which, you know, gets a lot of attention. A yeah. lot of attention and me myself i have my own avenue between you know politics and you know society and sports like that's more so my avenue when you bring that together over time and that curates it's unstoppable mm-hmm. yeah when when i first started it it was uh i was it, it was fairly new because podcasting is actually is is it's not old at all it's not it's still new we're all still new to this that's why you see a lot of more creators coming out and uh making podcasts because it's obviously profitable yes because if it wasn't profitable you wouldn't see these companies setting up these podcasts under these networks so it's obviously something there but when we first started it was very it was a tough game because at the time a lot of people was like i don't know what a podcast is like or, what the fuck is a podcast? Yeah, what the fuck is a po- or they'll be like, I have the attention span of a peanut, so I'm not going to be able to, to sit down and listen to this for an hour and thirty minutes. But then, once time goes on and the market starts to gain traction, mm-hmm. and their favorite people started exactly. creating podcasts, exactly. they were like, okay, now I want to be more in tune to be podcast to listen to podcasts and some people actually wanted to create podcasts when i first started it was about um it was a few people that tried to follow in my footsteps you know what i mean and asked me for a few tips and i was like okay i'll i'll be sure the only thing i can give you is you know remain consistent and those people didn't remain consistent and they dropped their first episode and they never dropped again so now they're just consumers because it's different avenues for different people and that's just simply what it is man. i like what you said in that first part especially when you was like hey people was like what the fuck is a podcast until your favorite person started doing it you still had no idea what a podcast was but you just blindly following somebody that you like so you're going to try to find a way to just oh i want to relate to that person so i'm going to listen to their podcast yeah you have no idea what that what what a podcast is mm-hmm. you have no idea and this isn't this isn't trying to me this isn't me trying to be on like some wild shit and try to make me feel like you know i'm smarter than you by telling you something that you don't know about but what i'm trying to do here is show you that dude a lot of famous people have podcasts and those are the real podcasts that's really like people gravitate to so quickly not because it's interesting because they're a figure 
because they're fake. And they're not even good. Majority of those podcasts are set up by a big company, and they're like, "Yo, we want to put your face in front of this podcast yes. to have we have a product, a product in this avenue." Yes. Because like, all right, we already got radio, we already got music. What's next? Oh, let's 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 put a podcast because it's profitable now. Yeah. So. Yeah, so most of these people are not even built for that. You they're know not. what I mean? They're not good at talking. They just have these lousy guests or some type of porn star to say something wild to get a tra- some type of attention. Sex. Yeah, because sex sells. We all know that. Yep. And they say something outlandish to get a million clicks, and that's okay. They don't really care about the content that they put out. They and that's fine. There's different strokes for different folks. But it's like... We wanted to create something that has long, have long term value. Yeah. You look at it like the stock market. I feel like the big ones that's created by a company and not genuine are like penny stocks. Like right now, it'll grow to like a few cent, but guess what? It's gonna go back down. Yes, it is. But if you look at a stock like Apple, okay, we're stagnant right now, but we'll eventually grow within time because we have value. We have mm-hmm. long term value. People care about People Apple. People care about Apple. Yeah. And that's my thing. Again, Apple will always have that cult following, mm-hmm. even if there's going to be something new, which I don't see happening to take over Apple because of how connected Apple too is. Too connected. Now. They literally run the world. It's too connected. You know, but that's uh, what you said again previously was spot on. Like you take a famous person and you put that famous person ran by a company mm-hmm. and you give that famous person a famous guest and you say, hey, go say stupid shit. Yeah, that's all you have to do. And it's like, oh, people people care about the stupid shit because, oh, it's it's attractive. Oh, this hashtag, it's in my face now, and I'm on social media for nine hours a day. So let's just watch it. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you don't you won't remember a single bit of thing that you saw like two, three days after. None of it. You know, Here today, going tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. But you sit on this episode and you listen to the Joar Don episode, episode 160, fuck, what is it, 168, or you go hear us talk yesterday, last episode. 167. 167. And then you tell your 168, or you can go all the way back to our Battle of the Sexes episode, which was like episode, like, what, like, one, like 110, you know, or ep- our episode 100. All those should still hold value. Yeah. You can go check them out right now. You'll be like, damn, I missed something. Yeah, you did. But mm-hmm. that's why we keep these episodes numbered, so you can always go back, bro. It's like a chapter book. Yeah, exactly. A, a good podcast is literally like a chapter book. Mm-hmm. You know, some podcasts, like Joe Rogan Experience, they're on chapter almost 3,000. You know, we didn't get to our 200th chapter yet. Mm-hmm. That's why it, you can do this. You know, you could probably sit and it'll probably take you around a full day of listening. So we're, we're at around 28 hours of content so far. Probably somewhere around there. Probably more. Like 30 hours? Yeah. No, more. More? Way more, yeah. More. But I mean, because listen. somebody, um, I remember one listener listened to 72, 72 hours worth of our content. Wow. And I was like, oh, wow. Shout out to them. And he did it within a week. We making podcasts for people that like audiobooks. Yeah. Because people that like audiobooks have an attention span. Yeah. You're going to sit there and you're going to listen to a seven-hour audiobook. Or someone that likes to learn simply. Someone likes to listen uh, to something, I guess, that's progressive. But you got to have an attention span. Yeah. That's, that's like, the, the key thing here. Like, you, you can do whatever you want. But if you want to hear something good, something that people took time on, you know, you're going to sit down and listen to the pod and chill show. Mm-hmm. 100%. Now, that's so, why we don't always post videos all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. Cause it's, it's, like, it's a smart way to do it. Yeah. I Something. feel like if we catch your attention through listening, it'll, it'll hold much greater value to me and my ego right. and him and his ego. Yes. Because that means you're actually listening and taking heed to what we're saying to you. 
that means you're actually being a viable listener mm-hmm. and you're contributing to the to the cause. Because honestly, that's why the first couple minutes of the pod is always, well, how was your week? Yeah. You know, so you got to get past that to hear mm-hmm. the, the exactly. to hear the juicy you shit. You got to get to 30 minutes in. Yeah. You and sometimes I mean? when we used to do it back in the day, we wouldn't get to the serious topic until the to last the part of the episode. Yep, exactly. We'll talk about all bullshit in the beginning yep. just to catch your attention. And then be like, all right, now we just chat talk something serious. It's just like we're going. It's like a, it's like fishing. We'll will you we'll will you win right now with the bait? Yeah. And then once we have you, you we got you caught. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's been working. Yeah. For since we've been started, we just changed how we did. We just adapted. Mm-hmm. And who knows when we get to episode three hundred, maybe shit will change again. Maybe shit will change again. You never know. You don't. But that's the good part about having a podcast because you can always say, "All right, next week, let's plan like this." Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Let's do this for three episodes. All right, that didn't work. All right, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's write some shit down. Let's come back. You got a different idea? All right, episode 250, we're going to do this. And let's see if people respond to it. But you see, what we're saying right now, you can take this as not only just our experience, but you can take this as a life lesson. Honestly. You can always adapt. There's always room for improvement. There's mm-hmm. always room to remain consistent. 100%. So that's how I feel like we teach lessons within ourselves we're the joke and we just we we, we expressions and y'all just got to take it Literally. take it in and take it how you would that's why when people come up to me and be like well how do you start a podcast bro i'm not telling you anymore yeah you could just listen mm-hmm. you really want to there's so many things we talk about a how to and do this and well i did this and you did that if you really want to ask like you know we have duff does a great job in the description of telling you what we talked about mm-hmm. if you really want to figure out how to start a podcast you can go listen to two episodes when we first started two episodes in the middle and an episode right, right now, now. Mm-hmm. that's how you start a podcast so you can't really give like you can give pointers but you can give them a how to everybody starts differently mm-hmm. you know what i mean like for us it's definitely from somebody else you know what i mean yeah like, maybe uh, you don't like the recorder we use. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you to buy my recorder. You can just go find your find own. Find your one, yeah. Maybe I can give you tips, like, remain yeah. consistent. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to operate your Instagram, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you how to start it up. No. That's on you. Maybe our software isn't as no, isn't complicated enough for you. Yeah. Some people, like, really overcomplicated software because mm-hmm. it makes sense to them. We don't need all that. We still sound good. We're just having a simple conversation. So, I mean, like, that. That's that's why... It's always important to just understand what you're good at mm-hmm. and also categorize what you're not the best at. Because when you know what you're not the best at, that's what you try to fix. Yes. That's what you try to fix. Like Constantly. When, yes. Like when it. I first started the uh, the pod, I would say and a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot. But it's like what you have to figure out is that, okay, I'm saying and. You know how to say it on the podcast. Like, oh, shit, I just said and. No, nah, you just, after you run it back, you hear parts where you talk. It's like, all right, next episode, we'll do that a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And then it gets better over time, you know? So that's why having a podcast is great, man. It shows evolution. So you went to the market? Yeah, I did go to the market. Um, I went to the market. I did a couple things today. I went to the bank. I went to the market. And I got gas. Okay. And I did laundry, but. But that laundry is not important. But so you went to the market. But all three of these things the have video. relevance. Yeah, the all three vi- things I just said had relevance though, mm-hmm. because the- I went to the bank, and the bank there's a bill shortage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. I went to the speaking of the bill shortage. Go ahead. I went to the store. Right. I go to the Jamaican spot. And what you get um, usually. I, I I get the jerk chicken. Nothing specific. You know I don't eat pork like Mac that. Mac and cheese. I don't eat pork at all. Yeah. All right. Pork. Not nah, not nah, no for me. 
or beef. I barely eat beef, but I had I get jerk chicken, mac and cheese, mm-hmm. probably a vegetable Little and cabbage. white rice. Yeah, you know something small. Yeah, and um, on a billboard, I mean not the billboard on a the register it says please try to give exact change yes because the banks are short on coins and bills yes I said, what i never like i never pay attention to it because i don't use cash mm-hmm. so i'm like that's crazy to me mm-hmm. but you can see where a lot of things are happening right now yeah 100 and you and you posted a, the video it blew up of the market yeah of you in a marketplace with nothing in there nothing was in there what market was this was this a little small market or this was a no this is a chain this was a dollar general oh really this is a dollar general and yeah. i wanted to i wanted to like slowly get to that because what that was like the last part of the trip mm-hmm. so when i went to the bank they had no they had no they said we only we are out of hundred dollar bills mm. and this is a great bank i nice use flex i like the flex keep going i use multiple banks yeah so, me too we both one, bank a lot of places yeah but the one bank that i use for my personal bank and i use police and fire because they have like the best rates that i've seen you know very friendly people customer service is always spot on yeah so i like police and fire so i go there and that's where i do most of my banking at so i go there and i and i'm taking out some money it's like yeah we don't have any hundred dollar bills and i'm like Okay, what do you have? She said, we only have 50s, 20s, and 10s. I said, okay, it's fine. But it's odd because you see that constant. Then I go get gas. Mm-hmm. I go get gas. Only one pump's work because the gas station Sunoco was out of gas. Yeah. And I'm wondering. So gas is already around 350. 345 right now. It, got, a, it went back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was 329. Now it's 345 here. Mm-hmm. California, like 4 to $5. Yes. It took me four. It, $45 got me nine gallons of gas. Mm. Think about that. Got me nine gallons of gas, $45. Okay, so now I have to do laundry. So I go get some, uh, I want to get some bleach and okay. I want to get some detergent. No detergent. None. There's no detergent. And I'm going through the whole store and the only thing that they had, honestly, was peanut butter and like clothes and like little box, little box, Small like things, mac yeah. and cheese and stuff. And I'm walking through the store, and I'm like, yo, where the fuck is everything? And I'm confused because these shelves were bare. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like things were running low. It's nothing on the shelves. Yeah. And so I eventually find a little uh, value brand bleach. I don't really care what bleach it is, bro. I'm yeah, not bleach a, is bleach. Bleach is bleach. I don't care if it's Clorox or whatever. I just grab some bleach. It was like two bucks. So I go in there. I need to cash back, you know, for the, for the washing machine. And I needed two twenty dollar bills, so I go in there and I'm and I ask lady for cash back. I said, "Hey, can I get uh, can I get two tens as well? We don't have it. Can I get uh, a couple fives? We don't have it. What do you have? All I got is twenties. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. What's going on? Fool shortage, man. Survivalists were they're laughing in our face right now. It's definitely a food shortage. I don't think it's some sort of conspiracy that the government is conspiring against people. I, I feel like it's genuinely um, a food shortage. Maybe the government is conspiring against something because it all trickles down to um, no more and not a lot of labor. The what everybody's saying is no one wants to work, which I feel like is becoming more false now since everything is being cut off. Yes. Um, but you forget now. We have the COVID into play. Now you have to be vaccinated to work. And people don't want to get vaccinated. And people don't want to get vaccinated to work. On multiple levels. So this trickles down to 
that that's the main problem for mm-hmm. the shortage of labor mm-hmm. shortage of labor so if there's no labor it's no products being dig- distributed at a higher rate mm-hmm. and if that's the case quotas aren't made nope you can't ship x amount it's short shortages there's a lot of ships that can't be on ports they're how stopping you a lot of things no workers how you gonna pull a shipping with no dock workers so all this just trickles down to the people the people we control literally yeah. everything and it's funny that you mentioned that because that was my next point about how is how things are the reason why there's so much shortage mm-hmm. is because it's from an economy's perspective, right? Crazy, right? So the rich people, right? They have so much money. Mm-hmm. They have so much money, but the rich people aren't gonna go at five a.m. And, and work and yeah. dock a boat. <laughs> They're not docking a boat, so that boat never touches down, and that shipment never gets ordered because there's no foreman, there's no anyone to come in there and say, hey. You know, now everything's on back order. Everything's backed up. Cars aren't being made because there's, mm-hmm. there's no assembly line workers or all that type of stuff. So there's car shortages. There's bill shortages in the U.S. Mint. Money isn't being printed appropriately. Food's not coming in directly. And this is the United States of America. Because of labor. All but, because of the economy and labor and certain restrictions that's put on place And your president right is pushing mandatory vaccinations. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely... Uh, to crumble the economy that's what's been happening right now and plus you got to think about it since everything is where where it's at mm-hmm. you got just like we always talk about value yes now since everything is stagnant right now what happens to the low it, it rises up mm-hmm. because it's going to be harder to find mm-hmm. so now you have beef products that's probably skyrocketing no crabs either no crabs you nothing they say pork is the highest it, it doubled in value yes since um 2020 when the pandemic started uh, they say chicken, poultry, mm-hmm. it all everything is doubling simply because it's low production, low cost. It's going to be hard to make it now, mm-hmm. so it's going to cost more. I got a stuffed salmon recipe I, I like to make, uh, and one of them is lump crab meat. Right, you put it on, you put it in uh, on top of the salmon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was making it in Jersey. I got I asked the, the 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 butcher behind the counter over in the the seafood section. I said, hey, where's your cans of lump crab meat? He said, oh, we haven't had that for almost a week. Jeez. I'm like, bro, this is a, this is a global supermarket. Mm-hmm. I ain't had lump crab meat in a week. Now, what you'll probably say, oh, first world problem, get over it. Right, but that's the X value. Again, I'm trying to explain the Y here. Why is this not being shipped in? Because there's nobody to go get it. Yeah. There's nobody to go get it. So, again, you know, and this, this, this mandatory vaccination thing, that is... Uh, been on every level from the nba players nfl players have been affected with it. they have their own uh, opinion on it you know healthcare, healthcare workers have their own opinion on it and now the poor the poor have their own opinion on it because at every level jobs are being lost because they don't want to get vaccinated so no I mean, jobs and no labor no production mm-hmm. no money mm-hmm. no money and then you gotta think about it rent i'm trying to get my own house and my own apartment or whatever Rent is ridiculous right now. So you mean to tell me the cost of living is increasing, but goods aren't coming in? Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is a strange this is a strange point in time where, you know, the United States of America is in. And if you're just walking around living like this isn't like this isn't happening, I feel sorry for you because this is definitely happening. It's happening in front of your face. And I guess, you know, you're too glued to your phone or you know, you just don't care because it doesn't affect you. But 
eventually i don't want to say it will but let's hope it doesn't because it's affected a lot of people's lives 100 percent. so what do you believe the end game is what would it all boil down to is there an end game is this something that the economy or the u.s government is trying to achieve i feel like so there's an extremist end game but I'm not going to get into that because I'm not an extremist. But there always is an extreme right. I mean, you can use hypotheticals. You can you can coin it as a conspiracy. In my opinion, and that's what I'll say first, I feel like the economy needs to reset itself. Okay. Now, what, what does that mean for, for people who don't know? Uh, the economy resets itself by receding. Now, what's, what's the verb firm of receding? A recession. The present tense ver the present tense version of the word receding is recession because it's happening. Right? So that's possibly what's gonna happen. If the cost of living is so high and people can't afford it, well then the housing bubble pops. Okay, the cost of goods, well, you know. Well, so that's more crime. It is more crime. That's the downfall. It is more crime. 100%. Impoverished means more crime. That's mm-hmm. what it means. Mm-hmm. I was having that conversation with um with a young lady, and she was explaining to me, oh, I could never live in the city of Philadelphia, all these homicides, this, this, that, that, that. And I was like, do you know why a lot of people just commit acts of violence? Money. Because they can't find work. <laughs> Money. They're felons. They come out of jail, mm-hmm. can't get a job because, nope. wow, we don't accept felons here. Wow. And now you're uh, subjected to work at a very low-paying job that Keep can't going. even pay the bills. Come on. So now guess what? Come on. You resort to the streets. Come Why? on. Because you get your first little, little dime back. You, you see you make profit. You mm-hmm. made more money than one check at your job that you were previously working come at. On. So why not me keep doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And guess what? I get locked up again. And then the no, cycle I'm definitely not getting a job. No, no, I'm a repeat offender. A yeah, I'm a repeated offender. And guess what? I'm gonna go back out and do the same thing, but I'm gonna do it more. Yep. And the and the gag is what you said was the person like, why can't you get two jobs? I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> the minimum wage in the in, in the state of Pennsylvania is eight fifty. Yeah. So after two weeks, after I get taxes out, you know what your paycheck will look like after two weeks? Not taxes a lot. Out? Not a lot. Two hundred and ninety dollars. What the fuck are you going to do with $290? Now, if you... Let's put it in perspective. Most likely, you don't have a vehicle if you make a minimum wage. Oh, I, I was I didn't even get to the cost of expenses. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep Take going. Take away the cost of... The cost of expenses, we're going to consider it as taxes. Only taxes. Uh, only we're tax. not talking that's, about eating, that's, on, that's e- all eating on lunch. We ain't talking about travel. Okay, we ain't talking about having to get, get, get you know... Showers you probably and don't have work clothes. We go ahead. If you don't have a car, all right, transpasses. Mm-hmm. We gotta pay weekly transpasses. We gotta pay yearly. Yearly transpasses is a hundred dollars, which is smart. So let's let's eliminate that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you bought your yearly transpass, so now you got your transportation covered. But besides that, now you gotta pay for food every day. Every day, gotta eat every day. Unless gotta you eat. grocery shopping, still is a, a big chunk of your wallet. Mm-hmm. You could just meal prep. You got to buy the food. You got to buy the food. Everything. And if you live in the hood, the good food is cheaper, but it ain't good for you. Yeah. So let's so let's really go into it. And like with, with arguments now, I explain it to people like this, right? People, 
always like to, you know, pinpoint X. Okay, X, the variable X, right? When you're doing algebra, it's always X and Y. In order to get the answer for Y, you have to solve for X first. People always understand, okay, well, there's violence in the city. There's killing. There's quote-unquote black-on-black crime. You know I know that. You know I, if you listen to this podcast, you know I think that word's a myth anyway. Black-on-black crime. That's all X. You identified the problem. The Y is the solution. People are so lazy to try and get to the Y. All they care about is, oh, I'm not doing this because here's X, here's this, and here's that. You never say, okay, well, why is it happening? Mm-hmm. Why is it happening? People don't want to do that because that's the hard part. Finding a solution is the hard part. I can go outside and say, oh, well, somebody just got shot because of this and this and this and this and this. Okay, well, why did that happen? Well, I don't fucking know. It's just violence. Once you find the problem, you can work on the cure every single time. You can always find a solution once you find the root of the problem. So you believe that we need a recession in order to bounce back no no i don't believe that i said that you think i said that the only way that we could come back for this is if 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 the economy resets itself Mm. because the way it's looking people aren't going to get fully vaccinated you know because they don't want to they don't want to yeah right okay now the cost of living is going ridiculously high which i've already said so not only are you going to lose your job you can't afford to live anywhere yeah so if you can't afford to live anywhere those prices gotta drop it's gonna pop the housing bubble which means that price is going to be insanely low which means a lot of people gonna lose their jobs and lose their houses because they can't everything triggers down yeah so there's a lot of cause and effect that happens to people not being able to work Mm -hmm. it's to the point where when i went to west virginia for a week they pay McDonald's workers fifteen fifty in the state of West Virginia. Yeah. Where their minimum wage is eight dollars. They're paying you fifteen fifty to work in the state of West Virginia at McDonald's. That's how desperately they need workers. Mm-hmm. When I was in West Virginia as well, the McDonald's that I'm that I'm talking about, they closed from six PM to ten thirty. And you know what the sign said on the door? <laughs> we don't have enough workers. And he didn't even go. So, it's crazy because I live across the street from a plaza. uh, And uh, it's a McDonald's across the street. Mm -hmm. That McDonald's was, at a time, was closed for about almost three weeks because they couldn't find any workers to come in to work at nighttime. Mm -hmm. So, like like I said, man sharpened man is iron sharp rest iron. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. All this is just because of restrictions that's put in place. Right. Trying to forcibly make people work. But it's biting them in the back because, you know, we live in a capitalistic society. Our economy is relatively supposed to be strong. That's what's the bread and butter of mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. And this trickling and it's crushing because the restrictions y'all put in place yes. that y'all did. Yes. So y'all basically shooting yourselves in the foot because mm-hmm. it's low production because it's like I said previously, no labor. No labor. And, and no the, laborers. And the cra on on the backside of that, you mm-hmm. know, with when in terms of government assistance, if I'm sitting at home making five hundred dollars a week, why would I go work an eight dollars and eight dollar an hour job? But you see, that's the crazy part. Why would it I do have, that? It didn't have to be that way. You know why? What are you talking about? Okay. All right, okay. So, they could have been paying people much more than what they're worth. 
And uh, yes, now you see, now you see how important the worker actually is, more mm-hmm. than the boss. Mm-hmm. Because it was eight dollars, McDonald's like eight dollars. Yeah. And now we could go in a pandemic. Magically, y- y'all had enough money to pay these workers fifteen dollars. Magically, magically, when magically. y'all could have been doing this the entire time. It just shows the power is within the people. But there's a famous line, mm-hmm. and it's such a cliche, but I don't care. Yeah. Too little, too late. <laughs> Y'all shot yourselves in the foot, man. It's too little, too late. Because now, the smart person will see this and says, oh, so y'all always had the money to do this, but you only doing that because so you know that if I... You need me now, so you're gonna throw me an extra five dollars. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, 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 the card is in my hand. So let's this wait it out checker. and let's make it 10. Yeah, <laughs> let's wait it out again, make it 15. So now you paying me 22.75 an hour to work at <laughs> Urban Outfitters because you, you don't got no workers and you can't go back on it. You can't because <laughs> I'm grandfathered into this pay. Yep. For as long as I'm working. Yep. And you can't fire me because if you fire me for unjust reasons, now I can sue you, dumbass. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you have to understand the power of the worker. Mm-hmm. Because granted, yeah, you may just be a number to a company. And it's like, we'll get another person. But will you get a whole other fleet of workers? Nope. You can't. Not in this time. Not right now. Not so everybody you need wants to be me. vaccinated. Yeah, you need you me. You need me. Yeah, I don't need you. You're a millionaire. It's nothing that you can do for me if you're not giving me any type of financial uh, advice mm-hmm. or any type of financial money mm-hmm. or leverage in life. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving me that, it's nothing that you can give me that's going to be beneficial to my life. So now, but you need me because I'm the worker. Mm-hmm. I bring the food to the table. Mm-hmm. You prepare. It. I'm the grunt. And since I can't bring the food to the table, you don't, you don't eat. eat. <laughs> that's me. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's uh, If I bring Come the food on. to the table, if I don't bring, you can't prepare it and eat. Mm-hmm. So guess what? The joke is on you. At the end of the Mr. day, Mr. Rich Man, Mr. Rich Man, you, Nick, what was his name? Said. Mark Zuckerberg woke up and lost seven billion dollars <laughs> for every hour that Facebook went down. He lost a he billion. Lost I think he lost 150 million for every hour that Facebook went down, and he woke up to a seven billion dollar loss. Granted, he is a billionaire, and it probably it, it affected him. Let's not say it didn't, but it didn't hurt him. But it no. affected him yeah. because he's most likely filled with greed. A lot of billionaires have huge egos, exactly. So it probably affected him. But what is that? What does that have to do with what we're talking about? As most of you know, I watch YouTube all day long. Yeah. So what I watch is the you know i see ads obviously i don't have youtube red so i'm just i'm just skipping ads you know the selling point for amazon jeff bezos we're starting off at 15 dollars an hour bro it's going up to 17 all the way to 20. so that's what you starting off at now right so listen new york state minimum wage has been 15 dollars for three years yeah so you mean to tell me that i can be living in arkansas somewhere making 1550 at amazon because it ain't no damn workers it's the perfect time to get a job in my opinion if you if you're an entrepreneur perfect time to get a job since they're paying extremely high they're paying extremely but what about the person that tells you to wait it out and get more what Mm -hmm. about that guy yeah what about that guy because you got his peep 
there are so many people out there yeah that are literally refusing to work mm-hmm. because they know that at one point the owner of the company is going to be at his or her knees begging they were doing it in the midst of the pandemic we've seen ronald mcdonald we've seen the clown man begging the one is this one in philly we're in philly of course this is McDonald's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on a college campus, so mm-hmm. of course it's going to be uh, a lot of money and a lot of consumers because college kids get drunk after a party. What are we going to do? McDonald's. McDonald's. So this you McDonald's, don't taste it and it's cheap. Yeah. So this McDonald's was so short staffed. These motherfuckers. I don't. I don't know if I remember telling you or, or if you remember. These motherfuckers was giving out iPhones. Yes. At this McDonald's for sign-on bonuses. For sign-on bonuses. Yeah. iPhones. Yeah. Bro, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent. So, when you at when to get back to your question, what what how do I think this will end? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like how it's gonna end is you know with this. Yeah, if people realize their worth more, and I know it's hard to say because obviously you can't realize you know all the time. You can't always realize your worth if you know you got kids you got to take care of, you yeah, got parents you got to yeah. take care of. You know you got things, so you need this job. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I get that, right? But as you see as a collective how important you are to a company. Yeah. You are so important. And when you stop doing something, you see the repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. 110%. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, you know what else is pretty crazy? Have you... um? Actually, we just watched it together, uh, the Chappelle special. And it's, have you been seeing the backlash against Chappelle? It's everywhere. Yeah, it's been it's everywhere. everywhere. It's everywhere. How did you feel about the special and your honest opinion? My honest opinion, now again, you already know this is like super, super, super touchy, obviously, yeah. with what was involved and everything. But one of my favorite things to watch on TV is stand up comedians. Yeah. Because it shows creativity. And It's I a very hard thing to do. It's a very hard job. Yeah. Because, number one, you have to get people to like you. You have to get people to laugh for 40 minutes to an hour. So, I mean, that's a very, very hard job. And the way our society is now with this whole cancel culture thing, it makes it very hard to be a comedian. How? Before we get into that, how did you feel about the special? Oh, how did I feel about the special itself? Um. Well, I mean, it's Dave Chappelle. So, Dave Chappelle is... Is, is great mm-hmm. at always you know pushing that envelope yeah he's very great at it and i guess like me personally i thought that what he said you know he's a comedian so i take it i take it as comedy yeah i take it as comedy so i, ca- I can't say that i'm up in arms against Chappelle because i'm watching a comedy special what a v- very well established comic comic with, with in my opinion probably the top three one of the top three best comics ever so it's like comedy even in its purest form back in the roman times was meant to poke fun at Mm -hmm. so i can't i can't watch a comedy special and get mad at something because it's satire you can you can differentiate satire from blatant disrespect you can like it's certain things that you know when a comic says he means it uh like out of hatred but it's some that's crafted so beautifully you like that's hilarious i can laugh at it mm-hmm. so you is all you can tell you can always tell just like how you can tell when somebody's doing something out of strictly love or hate now getting getting to your point like mm-hmm. 
even so what rich people do and now watch this you know when rich people when you have a rich celebration there's one thing that they do used to do it's called a roast oh i mean they still have it they still have they roast they roast uh, on comedy central every year for a famous celebrity they roast obama they roast donald trump yeah their best friends do it yeah they they roast and they say the most wildest shit on there right but it's rich people so it's ha 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 ha. we're poking fun at a rich person ha 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 you know but with a com- with a comic you know it's actually their job to poke fun at things and make things lighter than what they are in our society now everyone's just so up in arms about it it's everything whether it's kevin hart whether it's dave chappelle whether it's cat williams it's just like people just i feel like these people are now going to these comedy specials just to try to try to cancel them just to, yeah just, uh, they go just to get offended that doesn't make sense to why me, are you going just to be offended uh, like we noticed while watching stand up, it was it was two white women, looked progressive, had colorful hair. You know they fit that stereotype. So I'm not gonna make assumptions, but I will make an assumption. I feel like they were there just to be mad at Dave Chappelle because everyone else was laughing except for those two women. With they didn't hair. laugh a bit. You can notice them in a the crowd every time. And angry. They just have the straightest angry face, about to create like um, a crazy blog post about how Dave Chappelle was transphobic and his jokes weren't funny. So I can I can feel it inside there, so I can see that. But in the end, they the ones that lost though, because mm-hmm. you gave him your money. Or even if it was free, you gave him your attention and time, which is more valuable than anything. And if you put it on Netflix, he's already paid for the <laughs> Netflix special. <laughs> so he's already paid for the Netflix special. So you gonna watch it just to hate? That's one thing I've I've always been a, I've always never done, you know. If I don't like something, I'm not going to indulge in it. I'm not even watching it. No. Like when Popeyes was doing that chicken sandwich thing and I said they were pandering to black folks, I did not eat a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not even for the greater good, it's for yourself. It's for me cuz I know I don't, if I know I'm not going to be entertained or interested in it, why would I even want to focus my energy on that and not focus it on something that could be productive? Why am I giving myself? you an hour of my day if I don't like you? Yeah. Or I think what you're saying is wrong, just so I can watch it and be like, that was wrong. If you thought that Dave Chappelle was wrong, right? Okay, we all opinionated. If you thought his comments were transphobic or... And you can believe that. You can believe that, right? 100%. Let's say say you did. One, you don't have to watch it to give him your time and energy, right? What they say, love outshines the hate. Mm -hmm. So you can just do something more good or as progressive of what Dave Chappelle just done to overshine his quote-unquote feelings towards him if you had those type of feelings that's literally all you have to do or you could do the best thing in the world is literally not patronize him so literally that's the best like and this is the funny thing that i feel that's odd about cancel culture when you when you have cancel culture all they do is they repost what you're saying and put their opinion on it which Mm -hmm. generates more interaction more traction on the topic yeah so if you really cancel if you really under People really don't know how to cancel somebody. The the most successful You don't know how to cancel somebody, honestly. And he said it he said it on his show that Twitter is not a real place. And I wholeheartedly agree it's with not. That. You can't cancel somebody from the big mean words he's saying. You can't cancel me on the internet. No. Cause I wake up and I don't have to go on the internet. <laughs> I can just delete my account. I don't even have to. I can just block everybody and I'll be fine. Literally. There Big is, mean words from a stranger online hurts your feelings, and now you don't want to see him succeed in life. That's okay. 
you're just very weird and self-observed into yourself and not focus on the grind that you're supposed to be putting in and that's just what it is if everybody was focusing and minding their own business then people wouldn't be mad at all at all if you weren't bored if you were productive a productive citizen you wouldn't be mad what do you mean by that all right so you got people that's the consumer and you got the creators Mm -hmm. the consumers are always going to consume i feel like the consumers out outweigh the creators so so what i mean by that is you we're in the consumers market we are so the majority of people for now for now so the majority of people are consumers yes and they're not working towards the greater good for themselves mm-hmm. they're working for the creators okay so if everybody was working on becoming a creator which is a far stretch the shit like this wouldn't be happening literally like and dave and dave Chappelle even said it like again like i'm not i'm not agreeing with him or disagreeing with him because like i already said when i watch a comedic special i know 100 percent what is it going to be comedy depending on a uh com- comic yeah i mean i'm not watching somebody bad yeah but i don't I'm watch saying, bad comedy uh, like 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 i said previously satire and you can tell when somebody wrote that joke out of pure hatred for something yes like if yes. it's just if he just blatantly says it and if nobody laughs i'm like okay you could tell when somebody's not joking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you could tell when somebody's not making a joke, mm-hmm. right? And then people say, "Well, you shouldn't joke about that type of stuff." I mean, uh, you can joke about it. That's if fair. It's a, it's a very to me, if it's a very good joke and you created it properly, I'm gonna laugh. It's fair for people to say that you shouldn't joke about that. It's fair to say, depending on the person. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. You're right, it is fair, but there there's a unspoken rule of comedy. Because we make jokes about slavery, you know, in, in comics. Laugh. They make jokes about slavery. You know, the only jokes I really have never seen have been anti-Semitic jokes. Yeah. Those are the only jokes I've never... I've ne- That's the only lane that I've never really seen famous comedians go into. So, I... They should have one. I never... In that special. He had an anti-Semitic joke? In the beginning, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, there is, again, an unspoken, like, rule in comedy, you know? Your your opinion, your, your, your comedy isn't meant to offend. It's just meant... To make it lighter. To make it lighter. Yeah. You know, like, for example, y'all want to disagree with me? And this is my point, and then I'll... Whatever you want to say is fine. The word Karen. Yeah. Why'd they come up with a movie called Karen? Huh. Karen was a word that we derived, you know, to dis- to depict what? Annoying as white person, white woman, annoying as white person that we've all dealt with before if you were a black person or a white person. White people deal with Karens all the time. So they make a movie about a Karen to what? Make that word lighter. Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't hear us up and us. Oh, your guys are making the word Karen lighter. Dot 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 dot. You don't you don't hear us saying that, right? Where's our Where's our movie, nigga? With the ER. Come on. Where's ours? Stop it. it. Think about it. Stop it. They they was they was trying to say it was equivalent. Were they not? What are you talking about? Karen in the ER. Yeah. They were trying to say that was equivalent. Mm-hmm. They said that. And what we do? 
we made ER lighter by adding the A. So everything is just about making it lighter, man. That's what comedy is about. I like the Dave Chappelle stand up. Now think about it. Were you were you offended when Vince McMahon said the N word? I mean, no. Not at all. And why not? I mean, at the time we were very young, so you don't really know about. You have no idea. You, we were probably like have, seven yeah, when that came you out. Have no history on that. Prior history to that word. But nobody is trying to cancel Vince it's McMahon because he said the N word. It was different times on live That's TV. Why. That's because it was different times. Certain things were more acceptable. Wearing than a do rag. Yes. Vince McMahon was wearing a do rag. Went up to Booker, Booker D- T. And he now he went up to John Cena. He went up to John Cena. No, and said, look. No, he went up to John Cena, and Booker T was in the background. And he looked at him. He was like, "Tell me, he did not just say yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no one, no one is canceling Vince McMahon for that. I mean, yeah, it was different times. That's why. But people go back all the time and try to cancel somebody for something in the past. Yeah, but Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is a billionaire. He is a billionaire. <laughs> you can't really hurt a billionaire. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't care if you cancel. No, at all. I'm pretty sure he does he not care. He did worse. It has been worse things did on that on his television. Yes, worse things. Yes, like, worse things. And I can name two of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, but yeah. Yes, yes. Vince McMahon. If you really want to cancel somebody, that's someone you cancel. <laughs> you cancel Vince he's, McMahon. He's a sick. He's a sick. <laughs> that man, Vince is sick. Me, our jokes. Yes, art redacted. Now I can't say him. Those type of he was making those type of skits. Vince McMahon made deport, made immigrant jokes. <laughs> no, that <laughs> Vince McMahon made immigrant jokes. Had a whole immigrant segment. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Colin Delaney. No, 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 no. JB. Oh, JBL. JBL. Yeah. JBL was J- chasing Mexicans. And he's not canceled. <laughs> And he's chasing, not canceled. That was the funniest thing, yo. JBL was chasing Mexicans, telling them to go back across the border, and that's not and cancelable, that's, bro. That's hilarious. And we're not gonna talk about when Brock Lesnar pushed that kid in the wheelchair down the stairs on live. Oh, that TV. was a man. That was a man. He he strangled him and he pushed him down the chair. <laughs> he touched him down a wheelchair down the steps. Yo, wrestling. Was unfiltered, raw, and gritty. And there's the one thing. But is, that's why this is the worst thing. It's two words, and we, I'm not even gonna talk about it. Katie Vick. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch that Katie Vick segment, you guys want to cancel somebody? Go cancel Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> cancel <laughs> him. That boy is sick for them jokes. Cancel Vince McMahon, uh, bro. He did some why, sick that's shit. That's why Raw would never survive. No, they, no. That's why they no. had to adapt and to the kids. They had to pander the kids for ten years yeah, that's for why all the shit weird. they did. And that's why they made John Cena the face. Yes, Raw would have never survived today. No, it was so much sick shit in Raw. Every episode was some sick <laughs> shit. <laughs> Every episode was some sick. Bro, that's why I can't even really watch wrestling. Like I watch AEW. Shout out to Cody Rhodes because he's bringing back some crazy shit. But it's like, yo. The stuff that we grew up <laughs> on, dog. It's not acceptable today. It's not acceptable. Not today. At all. At all. It's things we not even gonna talk about on this podcast that I watched at eight. Yeah. At eight years old. I'm walking through the hallways hitting people with sweet chin musics mm-hmm. in the hallway. You, you can't, can't do even that say now. Just suck it, you couldn't even say suck it back then. I got suspended for doing the yeah, DX job. DX, yeah. 
That's what I'm saying, man. Like y'all, y'all don't understand, man. You want to really cancel? If you really got that much up in arms, hate in your heart, you go and watch wrestling in 2007, 2005 to seven, and you cancel everybody there. If you really want to do something, you want to yeah, cancel man, Dave Chappelle? It make yeah. no sense, man. Yeah, that is that is crazy, man. Because everything Dave Chappelle said, Vince McMahon said the same thing. Ten tops, worse. way worse. <laughs> He, Way worse. He give you racial slurs. He give you homophobic slurs. Yo, Vince McMahon is hilarious. He made grown men kiss his butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, live TV. <laughs> you don't get no worse than that, yeah. bro. Vince McMahon's the goat, man. He's a sick man. He's a sick He's old man. But that goes to show you they try to put limitations on what's, what some people can do. Even mm-hmm. if you're a, a comic, they... They deem it as disrespectful. Like most people don't, just like you said, they don't even know the definition of what comedy is. Satire, making something lighter than what it originally is. So why don't you let the comics do their fucking job, make the jokes, and don't support them if you don't feel like they speak to you. If you are big on transphobic uh, trans rights, Mm -hmm. watch a transphobic comic. I'm pretty sure they And laugh. And laugh. Have your jokes. They'll have jokes about them. We... What I tend to see is when people speak and try to make their point in the argument these days about all this phobias is we all know it's not right, right? Mm-hmm. We all know homophobia is trash, transphobia is trash, all those phobias is trash, racism is trash. You shouldn't. You should but be a great, upstanding person. We all know that this that is in a perfect world when nobody is like that. People today argue as if. We're supposed to be in a perfect world. And people's argument will be in a perfect world. That's a perfect world. You need to talk from a logical standpoint. Things that's actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Stop speaking in hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll find some If Dave Chappelle understood, well, guess what? He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> and he will never understand. You know why? Because he's not trans. And he's, and he's not, not you. gay. And he's not you. You understand, so you speak to the coach. Just like we always say, we're all tribal people. Mm-hmm. Go with your tribe. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to infiltrate others for your tribe. And that goes for anybody. And the crazy part about it is, it's okay, <laughs> right? If you don't like Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle has been doing these type of skits since like 2001. Yeah. You want to know something? If you really want to hate something, go and watch Eddie Murphy's Raw skit. <laughs> He was saying some really homophobic shit. He was on some shit. He was on coke. He was on cocaine. He was saying some shit. And it's like people have a very in the now memory. Mm -hmm. Comics have been doing those type of. And I'm not again. I'm not condoning it. I've never said anything. I'm only saying uh, me being objective here. Comedians have that in their skits why because it gets a reaction mm-hmm. you want to get a reaction and now since you guys are trending him and t- retweeting him and resharing he him and quoting him he won he won yeah the best thing you can do is if you see something you don't like don't is not stand on a podium just don't speak about it mm-hmm. don't speak about it because if you don't speak about it it's not there and how are people gonna know that what he even said happened Unless you bought it to awareness. 
so focus on the good and things and not the bad people tend to focus on negativity more than giving positivity some light mm-hmm. just like we are negativity spreads faster it does then anything when orlando brown right. was out yeah, there doing he crack that, yeah. when he was out there doing it crack was the and, shit ever. and heroin yeah. and everything he was getting a thousand, thousand hundred thousand millions of views but now he's clean and making hip and making rap gospel rap nobody gives a fuck no <laughs> negativity outshines the positive every single time control what you and this control. is the reality that we live in so stop living in a perfect world and that's all i have to say about that because how you live in a perfect world if nobody's perfect and you know that it's the podcast show show episode 169 i'm your host Vanessa Velli. cool what squid games i was about to end it with that i was about to end with that so squid games you watched best. it you Th- finally watched it dog i watched it in two days yeah and duff knows i really don't really like tv tv mm-hmm. but i was hooked man i was hooked because Squid Games, damn, damn. Squid Games was so fucking good. And the reason why it was so good was it was true. It was true. That's all. It was true. And if y'all out here listen to me say that stuff don't happen, blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. You don't think Squid Games really happened? I'm not even going to point you to it because I'm not about to be the one they crucify for it. Just know Red Room Look up Dark Web Look up Red Rooms Look up all that Look at the sex trafficking That goes on Sex trafficking rings Within the Dark Web In the Red Room And you're gonna find Your answers about The Squid Game Right there And that's all I gotta say About that There's a reason why This was so accurate And yeah. because it wasn't Allowed to be they, 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 It took him 11 years To make this show mm-hmm. Because it wasn't Getting the pressure They wasn't getting the point Why do you think If you watch it at the end The ending is so Accurate, mm-hmm. so accurate. Oh, you what? can give us spoilers now. And I don't care. Oh yeah, it's over now. It's it's, it's if you didn't watch it, you're stupid. Yeah. yeah, when they were when when all the rich people came in, yeah, and they started practicing all the types of things that they were doing that rich rich high society does, yeah. where they had people like laying over top of them for mm-hmm. dominance of power and telling them to perform acts on them because I'm rich and you're poor and I can mm-hmm. do what I want. If you don't think that really happens, why do you think? Did you did you not pay attention to Jeffrey Epstein? Mm-hmm. Did you not pay attention to any of people that? People still that don't happened? believe people. A lot of people don't know who Epstein is, and when you tell them, they be like, "That's not. That's not. It's so unfathomable that people don't even believe that something like that could actually be real if it's not in the movie." But there's a true reason why this show has gained so much traction. Yeah. There's a true reason. It's because people are watching it to see if if what they're a part of was revealed mm-hmm. on tv people are watching this in shock that this can't really happen well i'm here to tell you it is girls and boys it happens every day happens every day every day every single day mm-hmm. you want to know why right now while you're listening to this podcast because if you're a billionaire who the fuck is gonna tell you no mm-hmm. who gonna tell you no so so I gave it a 10 out of 10 So did I I feel like it's a great show uh, If you guys like Squid Games You guys would absolutely love Alice in Borderland it's, it's, It follows the same type of con- concept But it's, um, it's a puzzle game You know what I mean Basically it's different obstacles they gotta go through But in this one You don't have to die You just have to outsmart 
the game. The game is meant for you to outsmart it. But people choose. It's so many layers within this show. It's crazy. Because you can interpret the game how you want. And you can win it that way. You know what I mean? Like it's it's different ways to win a game. So it's one big chess piece. Every game is for chess. I like that. I'm going to check this out next. Yeah. Like say if it's a game and it tells you everybody has to... uh, like kill someone this is just an example everybody has to kill someone in order to pass to the next test but it's always you have to read between the lines it's cold for something you don't actually have to kill everyone it's a different way you can beat it but people choose to kill everyone because they're not smart enough to mm-hmm. come together so that's basically what the the show is about it's a really good show it's very gory it's more gory than um squid game Squid Games is crazy though. This is more like a hundred percent more blood. I'ma watch it. So yeah, man. Um, that's all I gotta say about that. So, and it came out in 2020. A new season's approaching soon. They said. And this one actually has a good uh, cliffhanger. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the end. Squid of Game, and then it was just set up for another season. Yeah. When all he had to do was get back on the plane, and you can tell that the police officer didn't get killed. Yes. He just sacrificed his body to go in the ocean so he can go back home. Yeah. So he can make the uh, assumption, so people can make the assumption that he's dead. Yeah. Well, his brother, who was the uh, game, his man, brother shot him in the arm. He yeah, didn't kill him. They shot each in other the same at the spot. same spot. Yeah. Opposite sides. Mm-hmm. And I think he kept the phone. Yeah. The brother. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I believe if there is a next season, it's going to be about taking down the Game Master or Face Master, Front Man. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Episode 169. This has been podcast a great episode. Yes, podcast and Show Show. I'm your host today, tomorrow, next week, and forever, Vanessa Valley. I'm Duff No Bear. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Duff No Bear and Vanessa Valley and the Pod and Show Show. And always, always, always remember Ordinary Antics. The first two clips have been doing great numbers. Thank you for all those who are uh, who are a part of it. Uh, Shout Duff out No to Dom Bear. Sharp. Shout out to Dom Sharp. He uh, yeah. was holding it down on the episode. Duff No Bear has his own clip yeah. inside the episode. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Be safe, y'all. Quick games. <laughs>